Hi everyone and welcome to the Good Enough Gaming Podcast, where a group of average 30-something nerds thought the world needed another gaming podcast. We're here for a good enough time, not a long time. Hang around and listen to us bullshit about all things gaming and nerdy. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Good Enough Gaming Podcast. Uh, this week we've had some um, pretty substantial releases that are, I mean, still related to gaming, but uh, they, needless to say, Daryl's, um, he had a bit of a time. Um, <laughs> so this week's episode uh, is titled Mortal Kombat. And get over here. <laughs> you know, just and we're 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 looking and talking about the the new new that new new the new Mortal Kombat movie that just came out. Um all of us being uh nerds, uh we we couldn't wait for it to to you know come out to to rent for a cheaper price, so we shelled out the money and we uh we went right to it. But uh you know, I, I, I'm very curious how many of you said uh you know, the title of this episode with that 90s theme song voice in your head. All of you? Well, <laughs> well, yeah, already, we thought so. I already know that Daryl went from six to midnight during this intro. So. <laughs> Basically, first 10 minutes, I was like, oh, I got to hold it together here. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're, we're going we're gonna to break down the movie. Uh, things we liked, things we didn't like. Um, we had to uh, test our mighty opinions on the new one and how, how it was uh, reimagined for, you know, one of the most iconic games and like one of the original OG fighting games. Um, and we're, we're going to break it down today. Obviously, because this is a brand new movie, um, this is this is sort of like a, a spoiler alert for everyone. We will be talking about the movie in its entirety. So if you haven't watched it yet, Maybe do that first before you listen to us ramble and do our bullshit about it. This is not an ad. This is not an advertisement. <laughs> we are not being paid for this. But if someone wants to pay us for this, please, please? Mortal Kombat, pay me. <laughs> Another My, realm, give me a job. I don't care what it is. Money, please. <laughs> so, um, first off, I, I just want to know what did you guys think of the movie as a whole? Daryl, go. Well, I mean, let's the, yeah, let's get the expert opinion. Let's, yeah, let's. Just, <laughs> uh, well, I honestly, I if, if I'm gonna go like out of ten, I'm gonna give it an eight. Okay, okay. Uh, I really, really, really liked the fight scenes. I thought that that had some of the best combat stuff that the Mortal Kombat franchise in the movie universe has ever had, for sure. Uh, low bar. Uh, the choreographed stuff was amazing. So really, really big fan of all of that. Like the first 10 minutes, the Shira Ryu compound with uh, Hanzo Hizashi and Bihan like fighting and uh, like that whole scene against all the other Lin Kuei uh, like ninjas and stuff. It, it was amazing. Unbelievable. So good. Um, really set the tone. I, I uh, personally, I really liked how they sort of gave a little bit of like backstory, how like Scorpion got into it with like his uh, like rope dagger. Yeah. Um, right. Like that was because like, you never really like think about it. It's like, why the fuck is he using like a rope dagger? And then you see it in the movie. It's like, holy shit, that makes perfect sense. 
I just love that his wife was like gardening with it. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, this is a weapon. Hey, man. If you're under attack, anything's a weapon. Yeah. Multi- it's, multi-purpose. It's pretty classic. Multi-purpose. Yeah. I, I, I like that it set up the, the long-running feud between uh, the two clans. Like, uh, you know... You don't really understand why they they hate each other, uh, you know, unless obviously you've you've gone through the games and all that. But uh, um, it sets things up for later in the movie, which is really nice. I found it very very interesting though that they kind of made like because usually like Sub Zero's been the like on the the hero side of things, right? Oh, we'll get into that. Okay. <laughs> um, but it, it was very interesting to see that um, like Scorpion became more of like the, the protagonist side and, you know, shows up later and is, you know, from the depths of hell um, and, and comes back to support his uh, ancestor. Um, spoilers, no shit. Um, <laughs> Oh, you mean like the the climax of the movie, the final fight scene? Um, I think you're referring to the trailer, Kyle. <laughs> and that, that's that's my one gripe with trailers nowadays is that they like they give away all the best parts immediately. Yeah, like what happened to just like putting up a random thing? Like you guys remember the Cloverfield? Uh, like, yeah, nobody knew what the stuff. fuck that was about. Nobody knew what the <laughs> hell it was. It was just like this ominous thing. And it's like, that was half the reason half the people went to go watch it. Is because they're like, what the fuck is this? But anyways, back to Mortal Kombat. Um, for for myself, I, you know, I'm, I'm kind of on the same boat as, as Daryl. I, I don't know what it is, but like, I went into it. I tried to go into it with the same like open mind that we went into the original like 90s movies with. Because, I mean, like, that was at the time, that was fucking cool, too. But, yeah, um, yeah I I have a very, very, and my, my wife can attest to this, I have a very big problem with, like, ruining movies. <laughs> <laughs> Who By, are like, you? Picking things apart. So, like, like I okay, so, like, my, my rating overall. Ever the is, cynic. It's almost, like, it's almost like you're a teacher or something. Oh, God. Let's not bring that up. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> so my my ratings like seven and a half out of ten. There were some things that just like bugged the shit out of me. Again, like fight scenes were amazing. I really really enjoyed them, but I found that a lot of them were like so short. When we got to that like sort of like group fight battle scene, there were some that lasted like 15, 20 seconds, thirty seconds. I mean. The Kung Lao, like, uh, flawless victory, fatality with that. Onatara like, was incredible. Yeah, okay, that was <laughs> incredible. That was incredible. Best, fa- best fatality of the movie, in my yeah, opinion, yeah. by far. But, but like, like I would have liked to have seen Jax actually, like, duke it out with, uh, sorry, Daryl, what's his name? Raiko. Raiko, thank you. See, I'm man, just going to refer back hammer. to Daryl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Captain Hammer. Um I would have liked to have seen him duke it out with Raiko a bit more because that fight was literally like 20 seconds long. And it was just like, well, I guess Jax is going to pop his head now. I Like the fatality scenes in there, Jax 
thunder the fatalities clap, are fucking head explosion cool. is, yeah. is great. They were yeah, so good. good too. But I would have liked to at least like a little bit more build up to it where there was like some sort of strife and not just, well, Jax got hit once and now he's going to pull off this combo and like give it, give it a bit more, more drama to it. Um, on that same note, Jax's robot arms magically uh, yeah, appearing. That's... So I would have gave this movie a higher rating, but this Arcana thing is kind of bullshit. It's, it's the drawback for me. Like <laughs> the, I don't know if it made sense for everyone to have Arcana or like if it just made sense for Cole Young to have Arcana. Like if that was how they were going to introduce, because Cole Young, the descendant of Scorpion, Hanzo Hizashi Spoilers. in this movie, he... <laughs> He is essentially the, a character made for the movie. He's not part of any other part of the franchise. Um, he has sort of elements that are kind of tied between another couple characters from the Mortal Kombat 10 uh, situation. But really, like, he's a made-up character for the movie, for the sake of the movie. He's new yeah. canon. That confused and, the shit out of me. Hence, yeah. I spent the whole a lot movie, of like, rattling my brain. I'm like, Daryl's going to be pissed if I don't know who this character is. Like, who <laughs> is this guy? And I had to look it up. And I was like, oh, I looked okay, up the rosters, actually, too. I was like, yeah. he's actually a new character. I was like, that drove me insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you can you can kind of assume that he's a generic character based off of his generic uh, suit of armor that he gets partway through. Yeah, but, yeah. Which again, like his power is kind of unclear to me. Like everyone else's is based off of elements and like certain like technical abilities and things like that. Like even in the game. Jax is able to create sonic waves with his arms because they're now made of metal and he can move them faster. And like Sonya can now shoot purple rings out of just her, her arms. Like in every video Pew. game, it's because of technical devices. Like it's yeah. Yeah, not special just, forces. They have these cool weapons and shit. And I like, discovered magic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honest to God. It's just yeah. like Earthrealm isn't supposed to be full of these people that can use magic. It's supposed to be like the Mortal Kombat had the premise that the white Lotus uh, monks and everyone else are like, they're the ones that practice this shit for centuries. And so they're the ones with some ability to get magical powers. But again, it's only the upper echelon guys like Liu Kang that can do this stuff. And yeah, that the Arcana thing like threw me off. I, I wasn't a fan of it. I, I don't know about you guys, but I had a big laugh when uh, they had that, like, I don't, it wasn't like, a, it was a training montage, wasn't it? The the training montage where they you need a montage little little bit of a where where Liu Kang and Kano are fighting and they sort of made a little like side eye sort of gesture at the whole like shitty cheap online fighting where you like sweep kick a guy multiple times oh that was amazing it was I mean I had a good laugh at that but like I'm I'm not sure if like the the layman for for lack of a better term would understand that like you can just get like sweep kick trapped in a game yeah well and it's I don't the most infuriating guys, thing i don't know about you i watched it twice like we got when you rent it on amazon you got it for 48 hours so i definitely watched it twice and like that part was still funny the second time because i have played mortal kombat online probably the most and you fight against certain people that do certain things that just irk you. And like, that is the classic one 
where you just do crouch attacks or like over the top unblock like hit with unblockable moves and it's like oh i was laughing so hard because i just remembered things from online yeah so you've got that experience but like the the standard person who maybe just like watched the original movies might not have that same idea they might yeah Yeah, maybe but it's still funny when he's like do you know any other move mate like i was i was dying (laughs) so now now that jordan or jordan and i daryl and i have said our piece um jordan how did you feel about it um i'm pretty close to where you are uh, as far as score is concerned um there were a lot of things that i really liked about the movie i thought the a um i thought the fight scenes i i thought the overall um i thought the overall vibe of the movie was exactly where it needed to be i mean absolutely you know they first and foremost they they were very upfront about like this is a movie for the fans you know we made this as a love letter to the people that love the games and they they definitely kept it true to that too right yeah i I think they did a really good job with that Uh, i know when they first announced it the the one thing that everybody was really worried about uh, was they were going to go the same route as the ones from the 90s and it was going to be a, a PG-13 or whatever. Um, yeah, that did not happen. This no. is not PG-13. No. Uh, no. Very hard R rating for sure. Um, but, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty but, sure. But it needs in- to be. Yeah, I, I read an interview that said, I think it was the director, they were they were they basically pushed it as close to like unreleasable as they could without actually being unreleasable. Yeah, yeah. I read that too. That it was like walking a very fine line. Yeah, because there were some like solid like gore fatalities in it, which oh, is mortal no combat. Absolutely, yeah, I, I, that still surprises me though. Like they were still like what I would call like video game violence, right? Like this isn't like a a saw movie or something i was gonna, just gonna say like, compared like to saw, i don't know how this like, is any worse yeah like i've yeah. in saw they've got someone who looks hyper realistic like cutting their arm in half i was like how is that any different than this which like with the graphics involved wasn't i wouldn't say it was anything crazier than that in any way mm-hmm. but, yeah yeah for, for, I, I would agree with that for sure um yeah so i i mean it's 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 one of those things like I think they nailed that. Um, I was very surprised at how funny and how large of a part Kano had. He actually like he uh, he carried a lot of weight for the movie, just as far as like comic relief went. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I mean, I he agree. he did have that like he has that attitude in every like in all the games and the previous movies too. He's. He's a an fucking, asshole. He's a shithead. Yeah, he, he is <laughs> an asshole. He's an yeah, asshole. There's, yeah, there's and no it was played very well that way. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought the casting uh, for for each character, I thought they nailed it. I was about um, to say the same thing. Like, they did a very good job of casting, and that made a big difference. Yeah, Cole, Cole is kind of a wah, wah for me. Uh, but it makes sense with him being a generic character because he doesn't have the extensive backstory that we all know, you know, from the main roster. So agreed. Uh, you know, he fell a bit, a bit flat for me, but I think the casting and, uh, and, and the job or the acting that the other, uh, characters did, I thought they did a very good job. 
Um, I kind of wish we saw uh, Shang Tsung a, a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I, I really like the actor uh, who plays him and, and his name escapes me, but um, he's a very underrated guy. Um, the, the, the guy they cast for Scorpion is my absolute favorite. Um, oh, beauty. That guy's such a beauty. And he played the part so good. Played it really well. Yeah. I, I remember seeing him for the first time in, in, uh, the last samurai. Um, and, and I thought he did a phenomenal job in that movie. So I was pumped to see him in this. Um, so, and, and, uh, and I, I read, I read an article about the guy that did sub zero and he signed on to do another four movies. I think it said. It's a four movie deal if this first one was successful. Was successful, so, yeah. So, so it'll be three more if if it if it holds. Which yeah. it's now the the best uh home release movie since the pandemic started. Yeah, so that's pretty promising. I, I think we'll at least see one sequel. I I don't know if they'll get four total. Um, but I think this one'll do good enough that uh I, I think we'll at least get one sequel, which is good because it did end on a, a little bit of a cliffhanger for sure. Uh, yeah, I was, I was gonna say my, that was that was another part that. Sorry, I'm jumping in yeah, here. But yeah, no, go ahead. The the one uh, another part that made this only like a seven and a half out of eight. Like I, I get that they're building to a sequel, but they talk about this tournament and they don't even get to the fucking tournament. They don't even get to Outworld. They don't get like anything. Just like, well, Shang Tsung's trying to kill people, so they don't have to fight a tournament. And like I, I get why I get what they're building up to, but if this movie happened to like be a standalone, they could have at least like built to a tournament. I know they were trying to like stay a like branch off from like the nineties movies, but I'll fi- I'll help uh, you with this one because okay. Daryl's jumping in here. Yeah, so I, I again, anyone that's listened to us from the beginning will know that I'm a Mortal Kombat junkie. So the the mythos here in in how this movie is built is is based like again, I think we're heading towards a sequel in that in that regard and that this tournament is is a build up to get to that tournament, right? Like they were talking about it and we're going to get there. But very typical to lots of the story stuff that happens in Mortal Kombat over all kinds of game iterations and some of the comic book stuff. Uh, Shang Tsung is always looking for a way out of having that 10th tournament. Just um, So he does go in and, and try and take over Earthrealm all the time without actually entering a tournament. It's very prototypical of his character so this wasn't really out of line for me this was it made sense like he's he's constantly done this through all kinds of uh story arc iterations for mortal Kombat. so i wasn't surprised this is more just like earth realms warriors have survived this attack the elder gods are now going to be pissed that you know outworld didn't follow the proper rules and and try to have a tournament so like they're going to get involved a little bit uh, and let Raiden like make sure that there is a, a legitimate tournament being held at the right time and on a neutral battlefield and all this shit. It's just we're just ramping up for exactly what you want. It's just you need a little bit of background preface to like understand why there's so much animosity between the two groups, um, between Earth Realm and Outworld. But... Okay, that's fair. 
Okay. Um, I, I still haven't heard from Trevor, so Trevor, I, right. I, I want to hear your thoughts. I'm coming in with the controversy. Um, I don't know if I can really give this more than like a six. Really? Ooh. I had a really tough time with the pacing. Like I would almost argue that the original 90s movie, although it is che- cheesy and like from an era, I would almost argue that the pacing and the especially the fight scenes, although less gory, the fight scenes themselves were better. Um, I yeah, I I understand. Like I my thought, I I think I agree with Daryl. Is that I think if this movie is only a one off, it's gonna be forgotten. But if they yeah. make a second one and they can kind of continue the story, then I think it'll actually make this movie better as like an introduction. Um, but I know I had a tough time cause I know like it, it just felt like a lot of like kind of rough acted moments in between trying to sneak in some of these like really good, like some of them were really, really good references for sure. And some backstory for people who understand mortal Kombat, And then obviously like the little tongue in cheek, you know, like the sweep, the legs and the, <laughs> someone announcing that they got a flawless victory because of course they have to verbally say it um, mm-hmm. or else it's not funny. Um, Kano yeah, wins. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> yeah, for me, like the first half of the movie, Kano carried the movie for me as soon as he introduced yeah. him. was like, cause I think it was just the acting and just kind of how funny he was. I felt really carried the, the characters a little bit. Cause like we're saying, Cole is kind of a, eh. yeah. Um, and then the second half, I know it just felt like they went it, like, I understand that we're kind of avoiding the tournament and stuff like that, but it just felt like they rushed through. Like they could have added another half hour to this movie just by actually making these fights in the second half. Like it was all of a sudden it's, you know, it's like they drank, you know, MJ's special stuff. <laughs> Cause all of a sudden, all of a sudden everyone's like, you know, you know, one shining moment like everyone just fucking (laughs) realizes that they've got powers yeah yeah and and they you know they one punch somebody just to get to the finish of the story that that was the part that bugged me the most is like i remember the 90s like although it didn't make sense at the time the scorpion and sub-zero fight in the forest in the original oh my God. Being well, Scorpion like, fought Johnny Cage in the forest and Liu Kang fought Sub-Zero yes, in sorry. the temple. Sorry. Yes. Folks, yeah, if, like, if you heard that, that was Daryl pushing up his glasses and going, well, actually. <laughs> actually. But no, but like the, the comparison of those two fights where the protagonist actually like, I don't know, took a hit or had a struggle and made you kind of invested. It just felt like they kind of missed out on some of that where. there, Yeah, there was wasn't like, much, oh, these, much controversy. These, these bullies are picking on us and it's like, Oh, well we're going to stand up to the bullies. And it's like, Oh, well, they didn't really do shit. Right. Like we just, you know, Jack's like literally one punch that guy. Yeah. That was, that was yeah. a problematic fight. Raiko yeah. is actually a really powerful character, uh, in, in mortal Kombat history. Like, um, and so that, that was a letdown. It's no different than like Mutaro in in old Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Like again, a, like an upper echelon character supposed to be on the same level as Goro, who just gets annihilated by Jax at the end. Like he never really yeah. gets to set up as as being extra powerful and stuff. So like some of that stuff is it, it's disheartening. I'm with you. I think that 
some of the stuff was rushed and that's why I didn't want to give this a full thing. I was yeah. uh, like, the problem is some of the, some of the deaths, which are never truly final in mortal Kombat. If anyone's ever played any of these games, he was magically resurrected. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's all yeah. kinds of shit like that. So yeah. when, if everyone's like, well, why'd they kill this guy so fast? It's like, well, hold your breath. Cause it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. Yeah, there's a good <laughs> chance he's coming back. Don't worry folks. This isn't, this isn't game of Thrones. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> So um, yeah, yeah, I think I think that was the I, part that bugged me. Like it felt like they were rushing to get to the like the fatalities, which were cool. They were yeah. like, okay, we need to get some gore in here. But then it's like they didn't realize that the moments in between that were also probably more important than splattering somebody's brains on the screen. Yeah, but well, so I think they lacked in certain characters, but in, in other characters, they did such a good job about setting them up. Is like the setup for how powerful Sub Zero is in this movie. That was wicked. It's pretty yeah. masterful. Like, it was, yeah. I, I really liked that for the first half of the movie, they basically made him almost like a horror movie uh, villain, <laughs> you know, like, like Freddy or Jason literally walking around <laughs> He's and killing. In the house. Yeah. And, and like, <laughs> yeah, just like killing shards everybody. of ice flying. Yeah. yeah was, you know, that was pretty cool. Like yeah. nobody could stand a chance against him. And, and I, I agree. I think they did a really good job with that. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I agree with UT in, in terms of extending the movie. I, I think an extra, you know, th- yeah, 30 minutes w- would have been great because really, really the only fights that showed a true struggle back and forth in terms of technical ability as well as power were um, the basically the Sub-Zero and Scorpion fight at the beginning of the movie and at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. that's it. You know, bo- both were equally matched. Both gave each other really good shots and made each other bleed. Um, whereas a lot of the other ones, yeah, you know, so-and-so gets their new ability and it's like i'm going to squish you sir and it's like dead except for me like the cole Cole. young and goro fight like cole gets the god cole gets the armor of anti-bullying or something (laughs) yeah Yeah, i thought he was gonna turn into some like new version of scorpion that daryl was gonna like giddily tell me all about about. well i really that's honestly i thought that's where that was heading yeah uh, i I did too in the movie i did was that he was going to be the descendant and so he was going to inherit like this almost like the psyche of hanzo because he kept having those like red flashback memory things oh shit he's going to become scorpion like he's going to be like inherit the power yeah that's what i thought was going to happen with him which i would have been i would have been cooler with like than what he got (laughs) <laughs> but, yeah. well yeah like it, that, was, that was that was my biggest <laughs> issue with cole is is the armor that he got in that movie you could probably pull up half a dozen other movies or tv shows out there and find almost identical armor like just super generic that uh, there was nothing really that stood out about it but it's scorpion's yellow bro I thought he was going to turn into the Dave Batista's character from Man from the Iron Fists, where he just like goes gold and can't be can't be hurt. Like, right. <laughs> oh my god! Did you well, just reference a Wu Tang movie? <laughs> 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 Wu Tang so forever. Is, what is this? Colossus from X Men? Like what? what armor is this? <laughs> yeah. 
That honestly, that's where I thought it was going. So I was just like, ah, I don't yeah. like this. It's not. I it, that, that was my gripe with the whole movie is I don't like the introduction of Cole Young. I thought that that wasn't really needed. No, uh, I don't think if, so. If they wanted to switch, because quite often the main protagonist in Mortal Kombat has always been Liu Kang, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, if they were going to switch it, like they kind of already did, making Scorpion the protagonist, which it which like, was Ed Boon, kind of the creator is made note that like scorpion's his favorite creation ever so it's no surprise to me scorpion has had a massive shift of kind of a uh neutral character um maybe more on the evil side to more of a protagonist over the last like decade in mortal Kombat. but seriously like it's they didn't need cole they didn't need him I just don't think he elevates anything. Uh, no. You know, it's you have such a strong and, and extensive list of history and characters that adding in a generic one to either die in the first movie or to be like the catalyst that brings all of the other heroes together, um, like in the in the games and stuff the the catalyst to bring everybody together was either Liu Kang or Raiden yeah correct so, so like why can't you just use one of them instead so yeah that that seemed kind of odd yeah, yeah. so kind of grumpy sorry I'm gonna cut in before you yeah go. you do that um I was just kind of grumpy that there's a couple characters like I understand probably for the sequel like they hinted at a bunch of people yeah. Yep. There's some good Easter eggs in there too. But yeah. like, I felt like they showed Shao Kahn like five times, like a, a statue, a something. Yep. They're like, yeah. here's this really important dude, but he's not in the movie. Yeah. And I, yeah, and I know, I know and that's and that's where it's like I understand this is like if you make a second one, it's gonna tie it all together and it's gonna be great. Yeah. Wait, would you guys? Would you guys almost consider this movie to be a prequel? If there's a sequel, then it it would be primarily for that function. Yeah, it's sort of setting you know it mean? up. Yeah, like yeah. it's more yeah. of a world building movie than it is actually about Mortal Kombat. You know, you know what I mean? Correct. Like that's. Yeah. I mean, they didn't even get to the tournament, right? Like, like that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of what still I still hung up like. on that. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. The the only one of the biggest things that I that that I was disappointed in. Um, as much as there was a lot of stuff in the movie that I liked and that worked for me, um, I was bummed out with Reptile. Okay, again, hit I'm me, gonna, hit, I'm me gonna, <laughs> hit me, Daryl, hit me, Daryl. I'm ready yeah. for the lore drop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, re- I'm ready. So, Reptile is not a singular character. Got it. Reptiles a state of not, mind, that's, man. No, that's not. It's not a very well-known thing, and that's what a lot of people get that confused. So Baraka is very similar. Uh, Baraka is whatever leader of the Tarkatan race is currently the leader is Baraka. Right. So like you can't you like you kill Baraka, but you don't really kill Baraka. Like as long as there's Tarkatan warriors, they'll just, there's going to be another one. There's and a Baraka. Is, Reptile is very similar. Okay. Um, in the regard that that was only like basically just like a one of them. And they it, he's not in a suit, he's not in the battle suit. So I don't even think that's the real reptile because it's it, there's no human humanized form. Yeah. So I think that was more just like a sentry. And the other thing I was gonna bring in is that I also don't think that was actually Goro. 
Yeah, I that's that's what I've seen. I've seen a bunch of that online where they're like, I don't think that's the actual Goro. No, I think that's just another Shokan warrior that was sent because Goro, like in the shadow when he's walking up towards uh, Shang Tsung, if you'll notice, like in part of that shadow, he has a crown on, which is more typical to the comics. Right. And yeah, because like, they don't because they don't actually reference that guy that Cole fights as no, Goro, right? No, nope. It's just yeah. a, a dude with four arms. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's just another Shokan warrior, yeah. which I think yeah. so Goro could still be in the in the future. Because I think even the line in the movie with Reptile, he's like, send in one of the whatevers. The reptiles. Or, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't think he refers to it as reptile, but he, he like he refers to it almost like a like a race or like send in like the a warrior type right. line. I can't yeah. remember the exact line. But yeah, he, he doesn't reference it in the same way where you're like, oh, that's okay the yeah. reptile. Yeah, yeah. Cause the that's I, I was I was yeah. hoping to see him. You know, like like you see him in the games, you know, more of a humanoid, uh, like, you know, mutation almost. Ninja yeah. suits. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm hoping maybe he makes a, makes an appearance in, in a sequel or two. The bummer killings for me was Raiko and Melina. Wait, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Melina. Let me get to the next section. Yeah. Yeah. So, guys, um, I, I want to know... Like what, you know, your characters that you would have loved to have seen more of spawn <laughs> Ter- Terminator. Where's Rambo? Fuck. Robocop. Okay. That's all right. Sorry. <laughs> so after, after we've like wrapped up our, our main thoughts on the movie, movie, the movie, the movie, uh, after we, after, Trevor, cut that last shit out. Uh, <laughs> we'll fix it in post. Leaving it. Oh um, after your last, uh, after our previous thoughts on the movie, what I want to know from you guys is what characters would you have liked to have seen more of or would like to have, you know, like not have been killed immediately in, in the movie? Um, for myself, I would have loved to have seen more Melina. I really, really enjoyed like the way the actress played her and just the just the sheer like creepy like um like spiked teeth attitude that she had. I would have loved to have seen her developed more and brought back in like a a more meaningful capacity than just like cannon fodder for a fight. <laughs> My only hope is that they will have another version of here because Melina's technically a clone. Oh, Jesus so. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually. Mortal Kombat just fixing plot hey, holes as they go. You in. knew this was coming. <laughs> I got so excited about this. You knew this was coming. There's a reason we did this episode, Daryl. You know you know, they have to get creative about bringing people back when the game is literally about killing people each time. So they're like, well, oh, shit, we can't just make... 15 new characters every game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so exactly. There has to be some, some contingencies. We're going to retcon this. And... Yeah. So Trevor characters, you would have um, liked to see more of, I would have liked to see one of the other bots, like either noob Cybot or like smoke just oh. from like favorites of my past. Um, and I'm sure everyone's oh, buddy. Got, like, Oh buddy. Everyone's, everyone's, everyone's got their picks like from, from previous games. If they've played, um, and I think the only other one that would have been fun that I think, I think he was in the second one from the originals, uh, was Motaro, the, the big yeah. centaur dude. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 
Yeah. Yeah. I just think with like modern graphics, obviously compared to the nineties that they could have made him like a really cool character. Yeah. But I assume, I assume that would be in the next one. Hopefully. Mataro hasn't actually been in a game since trilogy. Oh really? Really? Yeah. Oh wow. I didn't realize it's been that long. But that's okay. that's mine. So what about that's, uh, that's Jordan? Yours. Um, well, I was being mildly serious about spawn. <laughs> uh, Just I don't know. Does he spawn from hell with uh with Scorpion now too? That, that would be they fucking come up linked arms. Great. Just like buddy cop awesome. Um yeah, no, I, I, I think, uh, I, and I know, I know they teased him. So like, I, I'm not going to, you know, I, like, I think he's going to make an appearance, but, uh, Night Wolf. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah I remember that. Um, so I remember that. I, I think Night Wolf would be, would be super awesome. And then release your inner animality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds creepy when you say it like that. Yeah, it does. Um, and then one of the one of the newer characters from the from the recent couple games is uh, I, that I'd like to see is Devora. Yeah, man, Devora's badass. I, I think Devora could make a really cool uh, Nether Realm character. Like, like if that's the only place that you see her, um, I, I think she'd be a really cool character. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, but but let's let's get some spawn action. Uh, <laughs> spawn action. I was I'm I'm hopeful that maybe he's not completely dead, only because I thought he had actually maybe the best costume in the movie. Oh, uh, and that was Cabal. Oh, so yeah. good. Yeah, it yeah. looked so good. Yeah, they so absolutely his, nailed his powers. His representative in this movie were just like flawless yeah. and. Like the lines he had with Kano, the lines he had with Liu Kang were like so good. Um, and I'm just hoping because he was already a burn victim and hooked up to that mask and, and tank and everything that the fiery dragon that Liu <laughs> Kang sicked on him is in his actual death. Uh, because I, Cabal is maybe my favorite character to play as online on Mortal Kombat 11 fighting. So like, nice. I have a, have a deeper appreciation for his character over the years. But yeah, that was... That was kind of the bust for me, but I'm going to give you guys some some food for thought and some things that you might be able to look forward to. So, Kyle, first off, Melina is a clone of Kitana, who Easter egg in the movie the when they're at the training ground. Yep, we saw the fan. The I fans are there, so she's yep. probably part of the Earth Realm group already. Um, like just st- like stocking weapons in there, and probably is trained on those same sands. So, got something to look forward with that. Uh, Trev. Yep. The entire premise. So lots of people message me after this movie and were like, why'd they kill Sub-Zero? Why'd they kill Sub-Zero? And it's like, well, he also died in the first movie and he's died in every major story arc game and comic. This Sub-Zero, his name is Bihan. Yes, yeah. I remember that being important, but I couldn't remember so, why. Yeah. So Bihan is the original leader of the Lin Kuei who has been like kind of immortalized. Um, he dies in every iteration. Scorpion kills Bihan because he believes that Bihan is the killer of his family and everything, which is alluded to in the beginning of this movie. I'm not going to go off on any of some of the other tangents that have happened (laughs) in the world, but he has to die because he gets brought back as a revenant. He's the first ever revenant character in Mortal Kombat that gets brought back by the sorcerer Quan Chi. B 
Bihan is Noob Saibot. Yeah. Ah, yes. He gets converted. Yeah. Okay. And so the foreshadowing for this is, I don't know if you guys really know, but there's not a whole lot of blue in Sub-Zero's costume in this. It's already very dark and very black. Yeah. Which is what Noob Saibot is in in the comic book so i thought that that was like a lot of foreshadowing well and, and, in and terms they of that even, so his costume doesn't have to change so much the, it, they even kind of showed him like did well like did when he died and shang Tsung took his body away doesn't he kind of disappear in smoke yeah but they all do like it's that weird black it's like shang smoke it's like, yeah, like magic yeah. smoke i thought yeah. that was interesting though Oh, yeah, I'm like 100% and you're like, you might have won now, but we'll come back stronger and I'll come back with an army instead of like, and so they're going to revive some of these guys. Like, it's going to happen. I think that that's kind of the premise. Um, and so I'm really looking forward to that because the next Sub-Zero is his younger, is like in some stories is his younger brother and other stories. It's just like the next guy in line to take over down the line. He's a descendant. Um, and that's Kwai Liang, and he is the the more he's the protagonist Sub Zero. He's the good guy. Fights for Earth Realm, works with Raiden, revitalizes the Lin Kuei as like the protectorate of Earth. Once because all the monks get wiped out in White Lotus, eventually like they're all going to get slaughtered, which happens in the comics and in the games all the time. And so the Lin Kuei steps up. Yeah, the Lin Kuei <laughs> actually steps up and becomes the Eth. Like the Earth Realm Protectorate group, so um, that's it's just an interesting context. I'm so excited to see what happens um, with that because having a true noob cybot instead of just like a random introduced character in Mortal Kombat Annihilation would be sick because he's such a badass character. Yeah. So I think you got something to look forward to. <laughs> I I definitely can see them making a second one. I think that in like try for Kano, team. they're like alluding that Kano died, but really that lawn gnome just gets stabbed into his eye that becomes the plate. Yeah, he gets the metal face plate now. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So I like Kano can't be dead. And that guy can't die. He like we've all said that he carried the movie in certain parts. Like that guy was phenomenal. This but it will this will be the, that actor's breakout role. Like Oh, easily. Yeah, he's um, been in he's been in a bunch of TV series. Like I've seen him before. Um, he's actually in, he was in Superstore. Yeah, he he's was in Pharmacist Superstore. Who also, yeah. was my favorite character in that show. But. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, it'd be cool to see him in, in some actual blockbuster films because I think he did a really good job. The one thing I did want to bring up, I I, I had to put this in for this episode because I think it's so like it's one of the coolest things and it's so funny to me is. There's there's now a new way that Jax loses his arms. So this is another new story. There's always something going on uh, <laughs> that's that's going on with him. In the original comics, Jax jumps on a grenade and he kind of like cups it like you're about to do a diamond push up, and so the the grenade blows his arms off like he's part of doing a special uh, forces mission. Okay. And so the, they mechanize his arms, rebuild them, make him stronger, kind of thing. Um, in other ones, he's like, he's fighting Goro gets held up with one set of arms and the other set of arms rip them clear off, uh, in the games, he goes to save Sonya Blade and a character named Ermac, uh, flips him upside down and telepathically rips his arms off. Oh man. And then (laughs) you get this movie where he's fighting Sub-Zero 
and they're like slowly freezing and becoming unusable. And then they just like burst right off and into icicles. And I was like, it's kind of comical how many ways they've come up. <laughs> to can't get a break. <laughs> how many ways can we remove an arm? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's actually pretty funny when I think about it. I was like, that's amazing. They just keep coming up with ways to rip Jax's arms off. But I had to bring that up because I thought that was too funny. Well, that uh, I, I appreciate the, the lore dump there, Daryl. <laughs> um. All right. Are we, are we good, Kyle? I, I'm Daryl, good, man. Are you Everyone's, good? I think I'm good. Um, yeah, I got my spawn piece, so I'm happy. Nice. <laughs> um, well, I guess to reverse the roles here, Kyle, how did you feel about that episode? Uh, you know what? Like I, I wish I could give feedback, but I, I need to to give Daryl his due here. Daryl, how was that match? Flawless victory. <laughs> so good oh that was awesome that was perfect yeah that was so good that's good flawless yeah. victory thanks everyone for tuning into this week's episode make sure to follow us on instagram write us in a comment or email us about anything from our episodes or anything you'd like to see us discuss in the future all feedback is appreciated mostly we also appreciate you listening and hope you continue to join us on the epic journey of discussing all things gaming. Please subscribe to the Good Enough Gaming Podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We release our episodes every Wednesday, so mark your calendars. See you next week. <laughs>